Hello and welcome to a special episode of Greedo Shop. First, we have some sad news to announce. The book of Boba Fett sucks. <laughs> that's our opening right there, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Should I do that again? No, that's just that's it. That's the opening. All right, whatever. We don't care. Nobody listens to this. <laughs> We're back. I'm James Taylor. Uh, Marco Sparks. Hi. Hello. So it's your favorite podcast for Star Wars fans who hate Star Wars fans. Um, yeah, the book of maybe, maybe if we a podcasted more, mm-hmm. b tried harder, and c leaned into that, like really leaned into. Well, the let Star me give Wars you. Fans, Wars I can do c. Trying harder, podcasting more. That uh, I don't know. Lean in harder. Maybe we could work in that. I mean, I don't really want to do it, but I feel like there's a part of you, especially in the Star Wars part of the internet, you would love to be like a lightning rod of Star Wars fandom beast. Just an absolute fucking troll. Like you would love to just be like, come at me, all of you. I would just have to put a disclaimer at the end of the episode. Like, I'm not fandom menace. Fuck those guys. You know, yeah, <laughs> Don't yeah. think that I'm agreeing with you, even if I happen to not like something. Yeah. <sighs> all right. The Book of Boba Fett. Um I, th- I we were just looking to see when's the last time we podcasted. It was like a year almost ago, a year. almost. Yeah, almost, talking about yeah. Lie of the Jedi. I guess the like the that first phase of uh, the High Republic is done now. Like the the last big novel came out, and like the next phase is like prequels, like a prequel to that prequel or whatever you know. So what? Um, I didn't read. I don't know. I I just was not interested in High Republic. I listen to some podcasts where people are really into it. I'm I'm assuming that there's like in the big novel, like maybe somebody fell to the dark side and they're like stupid, like space station collapsed or exploded or something, but it just didn't interest me. So are the punk rock Nihil still a thing? I guess wow. March on row. I just, the, the entire enterprise of like, well, there's these three main novels, but then there's these like 12 other novels and some of them are YA some of them are and there's like junior reader stuff and there's also some comics i'm like no i'm sorry no like if you want me to read a series you know like the old delray thing and be like all right we're doing a series it's going to be 12 books these are the books and i'm like okay all every the story just was one after the next i read those books and i've read the story that's fine i can do that like you're telling me there's just all these random offshoots and maybe you need to read them maybe don't like i'm not interested so you don't like the idea of like a comic book that you don't have to read but it has its own story set within the world of the 12 novels not really no okay not not this like i don't like this whole like multimedia project idea that they're doing like i I like really capitalizing on their ip yeah because it it just feels like a fire hose of content you know like it's it's merchandise it's not a story at that point that's my hot take so the uh, the veil is completely off for you because I'm sure there are people who see it as as both and love it. I'm sure there are. I mean, I'm I'm a fucking OG Star Wars book nerds. I was reading them way back in the day. I was I was more into the Star Wars books than I was in the movies in like the early '90s. I was like, oh, this mm. is shit, you know. And I liked it because it was like, you know, these are the continued adventures. The story goes hey, on. Hey guys, they dropped the moon on Chewbacca. That was this not is into the best that. Thing I, ever. I hated that novel. That I already Salvatore is like a fancy author. He should not have been writing Star Wars. It was like he forgot that the Force existed. And so you're just reading it the whole time thinking like, why doesn't Luke just use the force in this situation? What if, what if we, it wasn't a Neil Stevenson book club podcast that we were about to put off the ground. What if it was just a Timothy Zahn book club podcast? 
Um, All things on. Eight is on. Uh, I mean, like like non Star Wars on books. I I don't know. I, I haven't I, read any of the recent stuff. Like I know he basically like rebooted his Thrawn character and like stuck him in like prequel era. I'm not really interested in that. Like Thrawn was a neat villain in the original trilogy. I didn't need more of him. I guess. I have no concept who Timothy Zahn is besides those those few books that I read. I just one one like a like a Hugo Award, I think maybe for something non Star Warsy. So he doesn't have a Hugo Award at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's 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 written other stuff, but yeah, it seems like he mostly does Star Wars. I don't know. I really enjoyed a lot of those old, even the Bantam ones. Not even getting to Delray, but mm-hmm. you know, it was good times. That time is fast. Fucking hippie wizards on the cover shooting shooting lightning out of all of their fingertips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. What a tangent we went off on there. Yeah. Well, so I mean, is the Acolyte coming out Star soon? Podcast. Yeah. The Acolyte <laughs> still seems like it's two years away or something. I don't know. What's uh, what's the status currently with the Jenkins movie? Like, because she dropped out of Cleopatra, right? Didn't they, did they hire somebody else for that recently? I thought I she I thought she quit the Rogue. She quit one. Cleopatra. She, no, but I thought she quit the X-Wing one and then came back to the X-Wing one. Like Wonder Woman 3 was the issue. And then it was like Cleopatra's issue. And I'm pretty sure she quit Cleopatra. So it, it was like, we're good. she never quit Rogue Squadron. It was like, oh, we just have to delay it. Okay, okay. Right. Um, okay. And then it was like, because she, she, she had Wonder Woman 3 and Cleopatra. And then she dropped out of Cleopatra. So presumably Wonder Woman 3 is her next movie. And then theoretically she's going to make Rogue Squadron. Um, I don't think it's ever going to get made. But I, I think that's like the last news on it is that she dropped out of Cleopatra. I, mean, I guess the question would be, which will you see first? The Patty Jenkins movie, a Taika Waititi movie, or a Chloe Zhao movie? The Chloe Zhao thing was bullshit. That was like a fake leak. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not happening. Hmm. Um, the Taika thing, we'll see. Because he's got Thor, busy. and I think he has something else, too. He's got a couple of something yeah. else. He's he's like... In the I don't know. De Toro. Well, he's like the... Uh, He's like the fifteenth name to a live action Akira movie. Nobody needs that. Nobody needs that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is kind of the new Guillermo del Toro, but uh, I don't know. Easier for me to stomach. I guess he he hasn't gotten to the phase of Guillermo del Toro yet, where like he has to start canceling or backing out of all these projects he's attached to. Yeah. Like he's he's still in like the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No uh, problematic mm-hmm. friendships with people like Harry Knowles. Yeah. And then who knows about the weird like Kevin Feige Star Wars movie if that's even happening or what? Okay, so it's a fake leak, the Chloe Zhao thing, but that, that was, was supposed fake. to be the yeah. Feige one, right? Yeah, and which which made no sense because it seemed pretty clear that like there's some budding heads on Eternals anyway. So it's like, why would he go back to her? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as far as like, so yeah, Star Wars stuff. Looking, waiting for Acolytes. Did you watch any of the the what was it called Visions, like the cartoons that they had on Disney Plus? I sure didn't. I watched a few. They were fine, I guess. But I'm just, I'm not a cartoon guy. Are they I more? Didn't watch the Bad Batch. Could not care less. Are they? Were the Visions ones? Are they like sci-fi? Or are they more like feudal Japan? There was one that was very like you know like feudal Japan inspired, but other ones. Like there's one where it's like this like weird like rock band that like wants to play for Java or something weird like that. You know, mm-hmm. like it's 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 all over the place, like style wise. 
So if you could craft a, a fake news scoop about a, a wild director taking over Star Wars, who would it be? Ryan Johnson directs episode 10. Okay. Episode 10. All right, but not what, Ryan what would Johnson. you call episode 10? Like something i feel like you have to put the word fix in there somewhere you know <laughs> but i mean i don't know if, if i was just gonna like get like uh twitter and like star wars fandom in a tizzy about a rumor i mean i, I guess the go-to would be like some sort of Zack snyder shit or something get his insane cult of people like tweeting about it those fucking losers i feel like i'd go the opposite i'd say lana wachowski i don't think I don't know if she would do it, and I don't know that Disney would hire her. So true, true. Yeah, but I mean, if I say Lana Wachowski is doing a Star Wars movie, it's like that could be interesting. I mean, I would just say, didn't she retire about a decade ago? Oof, that's right. Oof, ouch. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, Keanu's got a lightsaber. Oh, you don't need Lana Wachowski to direct Keanu. But I mean, still. I'm still, you know, what? after watching the, this Boa Fett show, I'm like, maybe Americans, you know, Adam Driver excluded, just aren't allowed in Star Wars because mm. I feel like they just bring the wrong vibe to it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Keanu has his own different vibe anyway, so maybe it'd work, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Obi- why is it that? Why is it the book of Boba Fett? Like, why isn't it like the wet dreams of Boba Fett? Because that's what he's having. All right. Before we get to Boba Fett, let me just wrap up any other potential shows. Yes, Obi-Wan, I guess, is next, even though it seems like that Andor oh, yeah. show should be. Wasn't that like filming before? Who even knows what's going on at that show? It kind of reminds me of, um, is it Miss Marvel that's going back for even more reshoots? Maybe. Like Miss Marvel, which is, should have been done. Should have been airing probably before Hawkeye. Well, Marvel's having some trouble right now. Like Black Panther, lots of delays there. Yeah. Or or Wakanda Forever, Black Panther. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> For undisclosed reasons, Winston Duke <laughs> is getting like a huge pay bump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So Andor, who the fuck knows? Obi-Wan is seemingly next. That Lando show I don't think is happening. Like, is anyone like, I don't know, where's Donald Glover? Has anyone like shut the mic in front of his face recently and been like, Lando, can you talk about that? Uh, it'll, it'll come up because he's about to have Atlanta season four is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Is it season four, or season three? Maybe it's season three. But yeah, like, yeah. I imagine as he's promoting that, mm-hmm. microphones will get in his face about it. Yeah. I, I feel like the response we're going to get is he's going to be like, nobody's talked to me I'm, I'm certainly interested you know like i feel like it's gonna yeah. be like a response like that you know so when you first said that i completely forgot that it was announced of donald glover and for a moment there i was like billy d's coming back that'd be awesome i mean they could have him do like a, <laughs> a young indiana jones thing you know <laughs> i was picturing just cgiing billy d's head on like a body double running a lot yeah I'm surprised, like, of all the the ways of trying to like go back. And that's mind. how you. That's how you fix episode nine, though. Is episode ten starts with Billy D when they're like, oh, "What about when you guys showed up and you had all these ships and you took on the fucking Palpatine and everything?" And he's that's like, "That's quite <laughs> a story." Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, what was I just thinking of? Oh yeah, like of all the stuff that Star Wars have tried to go back and like mine, 
like there's a lot of people apparently who like solo at least like among star wars fans like they could have been making a kira show this whole time it sounds uh, like just, emilia they Clark, just that? no i don't think so i thought i, I saw something of that it sounds like amelia clark is like ready and eager and has nothing else to do with her time lately and yeah what's the show she's gonna be in for marvel secret secret invasion yeah which that's a waste of her time so kira i thought i saw that it might have been just like one of those i mean the the big rumor is that she's gonna show up in book of boba fett along with harrison ford yeah along with harrison ford but i mean at that point if you have harrison ford can you bring in Kira? Like, don't you have to, if you bring in her, don't you have to bring in Alden Ehrenreich? Doesn't that where like the, 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 yeah. the mechanics break down? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you'd like, you'd no way at home yourself out of, out of something there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the rumors that she's like it, the book of Boba Fett has like fallen into like the Marvel TV show problem of like, we have to keep teasing the real big bad through the whole series and we only meet them in like the final episode or two, which is like not a way to tell a story. Really? Um, it kind of drives me insane. It's like, it's like JJ's mystery box unleashed in the, the worst possible way. Well, every time you open up the box, it just says like to be continued or well, it's like, or, it's like somebody taking off their fight, their fake mask, their mission impossible face. Well, it's like it only exists to like goose streaming, uh, you know, subscription and also like a conversation about your show. Like it's not there's no story, no good storytelling reason to do it that way. Like if you have a villain, let us know who the fucking villain is. Like, why does it have to be a mystery every single time? Well, that and I feel like this show is the weakest example of the the Internet headline mill of Mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars fans are losing their minds about this cameo. Yeah. And I'm like, these cameos are weak as shit in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. All right. So anyway, Kira show. Who knows that's happening? The Acolyte. Please. I, it's the only. It's the only thing I'm interested in. I think like maybe they're filming Mando season three right now. I haven't seen anything about them filming the Acolyte. It seems like it's going to be a year from when they start filming that show to when it releases. So mm. that's going to be a while. Mm. Instead, we just have more fucking. Oh, what what got teased? I don't know if it's real or not. Was a, a fucking Bo Katan show because they're just like we need more Boba Fett's. We had the Mandalorian, who's a Boba Fett, basically like in the parlance, you know. And then there's the Boba Fett show, and then let's have like another Boba Fett show with like multiple Boba Fett's, the Bo Katan show. Oh, and I guess Ahsoka. But who gives a shit about that show? What what is the plot then of? Mandalorian season three, if you're just like stripping all of the plots that could have been give there. John Favreau like the weekend and he'll he'll just shit something out that's like half ass and not very creative and we'll call I was surprised. it the book of Boba Fett. He has like sole creator credit on this show, right? Uh I mean I don't I don't think it's him and Filoni. I think it's just him. I mean Filoni's like in a position now where he's probably involved, but I don't know if he's a like in the same role. Robert Rodriguez is heavily involved in it, obviously. But like um, Fennec Shand is like one of his babies, right? Um, who? Filoni. I don't know. I mean, she's not Ahsoka. That's for sure. No, but I mean, she was like in the I mean, cartoon he, he originally. Like, 
Yeah, he put her in one of his cartoons, and it was his episode where she first appeared. Um, his baby walls be Ahsoka, though. I am shocked that like three episodes in, we're not hearing about like them greenlighting just a Fennec Shand show. Just like splinter this thing I even wanna, more. I want to like Fennec Shand. I like Ming Nguyen. She's done almost nothing in three episodes. Um, that last episode was somehow worse than the previous two. The second one, it was like, okay, like they ha- they hired a real director for it. And like, it seemed like there was at least a vision behind it that the train heist, while looking a little dodgy, was like, okay, this is, this is, you know, it's, it's fun Star Wars stuff. And then the third episode is just like, what a wet fart. Like, what a pile of shit that was. It was awful. That, it was embarrassing. That- that chase was the cheesiest thing in Star Wars ever. And I mean, like, there's some cringeworthy George Lucas humor, but this chase sequence did, through the. Did you think of Back to the Future 2 the oh, same yeah, way yeah. I did? I just, yeah. like, in my mind, I'm just like, you've got to have power. You know, like, I it's like they were wait. so slow. I'd like, get, like, put your foot down and, like, start, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> pedaling along or something. Well, the, the one guy should have just landed in manure. I mean, yeah, God. why not? Just go for it all the way. Um, so the book of Boba Fett, it's seven episodes. Apparently we've seen three and I feel like it's, you know, this is almost half the show now. And I think it's like people, like a lot of podcasts I listen to, I've been driving a lot this weekend. So I listened to like three different podcasts about the book of Boba Fett, like the, we hate movies guys, bald move and the ring reverse people, which actually did two podcasts on it. And none of them want to come out and say what should be obvious by now is that this is a bad show. This is bad. If it didn't have Star Wars in the title, if it was just some other show that was like a sci-fi show, no one would watch it. And everyone who did would be like, this sucks because it's not good. Like, it's just like really just crappily written. It's like there are Saturday morning cartoons that are more sophisticated writing wise. Like this show is garbage. It's lazy. The main character is boring and lame. Like if you had any conception of who Boba Fett was, I don't know what you like. Like you're get, like if you're like a big Boba Fett fanboy, what do you like? How are you into this? Like he's such a lame character. So here's my question for you: mm-hmm. Why is he doing any of the things he's doing? That's a good question. I mean, here's, so here's if, my question: If he's no, the no, most let me, feared bounty hunter in the galaxy, why does he suck so much? You had, I think it's the second episode mm-hmm. where he says, I'm not a bounty hunter. And then five minutes later, he's like, I'm a bounty hunter. Uh, he's acting like he's never encountered any of these fucking people before. I mean, talk about a dude who should know the fucking ins and outs of Mos Espa and the crime world that Jabba. Him Jabba, declaring himself a crime boss. It makes me think of um, Veronica on Riverdale when she like decides that she's a crime boss and is like going to open a speakeasy. You know, it's like it's the same level of idiocy. Well, and just like that, mm-hmm. I mean, Boba Fett's drinks are all basically virgin mocktails. Um, like, I think Hiram Lodge might be a more sophisticated crime boss than Boba Fett is so far. All right. So I want to, I want to zone in real quick on the off chance that all of this present day stuff in the show is to have him get revenge for what happened to the Tuscan Raiders. The beauty of the first Star Wars movie and George Lucas is he played on all these tropes. He stole all these things from Kurosawa, Hidden Fortress. I don't Searchers, think you needed. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you needed to see those movies though to get a story there. 
And I think like you almost need to have seen Dances with Wolves, Last Samurai, even Avatar to get this story. Where is the point where he pivots from like being their captive to actually giving a fuck about this tribe? Well, see, but if, it's something he just does. If you have seen those movies, you're just like, oh, they're doing like a not very good version of that. Very know? not good. But I mean, they're they're missing that point where he actually pivots over to like caring for them, to being ingratiated to their world, to like like seeing their values. And I was like, well, it's because we don't really know their values because they don't have dialogue. No, I mean, their they, values mostly seem to be they they know how to find water that uh, somehow nobody else on Tatooine like and knows some, it's right under the ground. Some sign language. Yeah, although that was more in Mando than in this, right? No, I mean that's how I guess he's he does talking. a little bit half of it. Half the time yeah. he's doing sign language, but it's like it's not like he's doing, doing like ASL or something. English. He's just doing like like hand movements, you know. But I mean, it's like I, I just want to believe that they they don't understand a fucking word he's saying, and he's just assuming what they they want. Also, did their faces just look like gross scrotums under those wraps? Have we seen them? I mean, I feel like in this show, I've seen their mouths more than I've seen ever before. I don't know if I, and, I don't know. Maybe I was just looking at my phone because it, it was so boring. They like, they, like they've like never tried strokes. to do like a like a, a 13th warrior style like like montage of you know dialogue that's uncomprehensible that suddenly becomes comprehensible as he learns their language and then it's like they're all speaking. October. Yeah, sure. It's like oh, we we understand what they're saying and we we know like this is how this particular tribe of Tuscans operates and what they what they value and you know I don't know like. Why, like the whole thing with the train, like, first of all, the spice is coming from off world. Why are they putting it on a train and running it through the desert? Like you have spaceships. What is a train for? Like I could see if like we're mining the spice over here and we have to get it to the, the fucking spaceport to ship off world. That would make sense. Like, oh, that's the train that like runs the spice into town from the mine. But it's not So like, why, why is there a train for spice? It makes no sense. I think I think for, for two things. Mm-hmm. One, they're they're definitely trying not to make Tatine the most Arrakis knockoff that it is. But on top of it, the 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 thing that they would say that that Star Wars has not backed them up on is I think they would argue that you can only land at one spaceport and then you have to transfer things to the to the terrestrial planet wise from there. But but it's Star Wars and Star Wars has never had an issue with that before. Well, we've seen most Espa maybe like a few hundred thousand people live there at most it doesn't look that big is that big enough to support like is that all java ever like i, I was under the impression that java was like an intergalactic criminal no no not he runs like, one fucking not like he runs town. one town the size of yeah. sacramento you know yeah yeah Ooh. that's now split up by three crime gangs like how much could you really be pulling out of that town like there's only so much money there to skim off the top of i just the show the way this show should have worked is it should have been a fucking payback storyline you know what i mean like he doesn't want to be the crime boss he just wants to get what he's owed sure yeah he's worked for for java before how does he not know this shit and like why is he not listening these people are like you're bad at this People are laughing at Steven you. Root shows up and is like, nobody respects you. And I'm just like, that's true. Yeah. I don't. Well, the, f- the fucking like vice mayor is laughing at him. To his face I hate that repeatedly. guy so much. I Every time that character comes on screen, I get such massive deuce chills. He's terribly cast. He looks like he like got lost on the way to a sitcom. Like he just looks like some asshole from like West Hollywood who showed up 
in a Star Wars thing. And like is like he he never once seems like he's it at all otherworldly or alien or anything. He looks like he's from California with like a stupid thing on his head. That guy is great on Veep, but for half the second episode, I kept thinking, um, is that what's his name? Uh fuck. From Back to the Future, uh George McFly. Crispin, Crispin Glover. Glover? No. no. I kept thinking- Crispin Glover would do something with the role. <laughs> yeah, that guy looks like he's waiting in line for his latte. I oh hate the God. casting on this show. All the, like the only one who looks like they could be in a Star Wars, like for real, is Danny Trejo. It's like Danny Trejo as a Rancor handler. Sure, I'll buy that. Look at his face. It's weird. You know, the rest of these guys, it's just a bunch of LA comics who look like they're happy to be there. And they're like, look, mom, I'm in a Star Wars. Can't stand it. I hate the casting on the show so much. They got to get out of Manhattan Beach. It's like they're just bringing in these ringers off the street who just do not, like, they stick out like sore thumbs constantly. I wonder if the Rancor's dick looks like Danny Trejo. Why does Maybe. he want to write it? Probably because it's like what the fuck? In Who cares? A, in a comic or a cartoon or something, you know? I don't know. Well, like in the the Christmas special, he writes some. Giant he writes a dinosaur. Yeah. It's like I don't give it. You don't have time for this fucking storyline, especially in seven episodes. You don't have time for this fucking storyline, man. Also, did the Tuscan Raiders weren't they the ones who take the armor off of him when he crawls out of the star? No, like those Jawas, I think. Oh, I Maybe know. I can't remember. It's so boring. Isn't everyone happy? You got the scene of him getting out of the Sarlacc pit. Wow, you've been waiting for that for thirty years. It was wildly uninteresting. Too. Why was there a stormtrooper in there? I asked this yeah. on the Stars Reddit, and I got a bunch of people getting very defensive about like, like coming up with like a lot of like like headcanon for why it would be a stormtrooper in there right next to him. They're like, well, clearly the well, Empire operated in Tatooine, and we can assume that at some point Jabba probably like had issues with the the empire and he must have like taken some of their stormtroopers hostage and thrown them in the starlight pit so that's why they're there okay so that attempt reminds me of space balls when they run the giant comb through the sand and they're like <laughs> we ain't found shit yeah uh but also when they go to most for the first time the fucking like language visual language of star wars is here's just a bunch of stormtrooper helmets yeah they've again. already done that in mando like you're yeah. ripping yourself off yeah yeah, I don't understand why Boba is such an idiot, even though he's the world's most, or the galaxy's most feared bounty hunter. Like, he seemingly knows nothing about being a crime boss. He just decided he wanted to be one. But he likes, it's like he never paid attention to what Jabba was doing ever. And he thinks he can just, like, be a crime boss, but by being nice to everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he, he's just like, oh, he tried to kill me. That's fine. I'll let you go. Well, he needs some of those fucking Stringer Bell night classes is what he needs. He's a doofus. And it, what really baffles me about the show is that, like, I've always found Boba Fett to be a really dumb character. Not even a character. He's just a cool costume who, like, you know, he disintegrates people and he, like, he seems like he can, like, talk back to Darth Vader. So it's like, well, he must be really badass, you know? And, like, that's all there was to the character. And he's, also like... knee pads. And knee pads. And he's... He's always been just like this like fanboy favorite. Like if you really want to jerk the fans off, if they're getting mad at you because they hated episode one, you're like, hey, guys, Boba Fett's going to be in the next one. Calm down. You know, like it's just like this is just like red meat to the fanboys. And so you're finally going to make a Boba Fett show. This, you know, more red meat to the fanboys because they're mad about Rise of Skywalker. And what do you give us this like? It's like, did you think the fanboys are going to like this? Like, he's like, he could be a different character for all we know. He's just like this weird softy. 
It's like, what is even the point of this? Like the only the only reason to make a Bovet show is to do fan service anyway, and you're not even doing that right. Hmm. Oh my god, he hasn't even disintegrated anyone. I just remember when they pulled out the fucking uh, little little fish to hand us that was Aura Singh in episode one. Mm-hmm. And they're like, here you go. Keep maybe an eye on her. Boba maybe, Fett, yeah. maybe she's Boba Fett, everyone. Uh, didn't they bring her back in something? Uh, I know she pops up in one of the, the Legends books at one point, but I'm sure no, she's like she in comics. Or I think they mentioned in Solo that um, Beckett like, killed her by like throwing her off a cliff or something. Oh, that's yeah. true. <sighs> That's who Sophie Thatcher should have played. So, correct me if I'm wrong. As I understand, Sophie Thatcher is not British. Is that correct? I thought she was. Because she's doing an accent. Let me look her up. I, I so, Sophie Bathsheba Thatcher? I heard American on a podcast. Actress. American actress, yeah. So only mentioned on a podcast, they're like, she's not British, so why is she doing a British accent? Oh, she's What's Star Wars? born a couple of days before me. It's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fine, whatever. I didn't. Stephen Root's like weird quasi British accent. I just, I like Stephen Root. He doesn't belong in Star Wars either. A couple of days before you, and like 20 years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, that, that fucking gang. Oh, what, what, what is the product that they're pushing? What is, what was Java's fucking business? Is it just water? Is it? It's not, apparently not drugs because Boba Fett would have known that if he was pushing spice beforehand. It's not even like we had a. He's so offended by the fucking spice. It's not like we had a scene of the Tuscan Raiders being addicted to spice. Like they're just going up like, their their scrotum mouths or whatever. Boba Fett, didn't you work for Java for years? Like I don't. Yeah, you should fucking know this shit in and out. What makes you think you can fucking do this? Why is Fennec? I get that he like she was cut in half and he put her, he screwed her back together like a, like a light bulb. But like, why the fuck is she sticking around for this shit? It's why sad. Anybody, they should just like push this guy into the rancor pit and feed him the rancor. And then like, be like, all right, it's now Shinnick's fan, Shinnick fans operation. Um, yeah, it, it, he intends to rule through, not by fear, but by respect. You're a crime boss. You over and over. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's like, it's written for five-year-olds. It's like, if you want to make a show for kids, fine, but like, stop pretending this is going to be gritty and like, it's a serious like show for adults. Not that I wanted like ridiculous comedic moments, but like when they hand him the bribe and like the helmet with all the fucking coins, I wanted him to fucking tear her head off and be like, I wear my fucking helmet. What am I supposed to do with this? I can't put this back on. It's full of coins. God damn it. We had a whole like chase scene where it's just like, the the person trying to get away is like a nervous idiot who just and he's going like five miles an hour and just keeps like running into things and it's like oh is he gonna run into the c-3po droid let's build up tension for that nope he he got he missed you know he got out of the way can't even kill a droid on this show because it's so degraded the vice mayor chase yeah oh the the fucking inserts that guy like staring back at them no the that was horrible. That's the worst thing in the show. That's the but worst it, thing it in takes Star away, Wars, I think. It takes away from how laughable the parkour chase in the first episode was. That was also great. I think a lot of the problems the volume. Like it like I, I would love to know how much per episode they're paying for this show versus a Mandalorian because it seems way cheaper. Oh yeah. It seems like like they're either they're not spending the money or they're spending it in weird places. It was like you could do there's all these like 
shots where it's like clearly the volume is only so big so they can only run across the screen so far at a time yeah oh god think about how many places that little lizard has been before um, it went up and, oh. the weird yeah vision quest thing I and mean, I did enjoy Boba Fett uh, getting to like make his like stick or whatever I, he might have quenched too soon there but you know, just he, like Star Wars woodworking and ironworking. Let's have more of that. He kind of makes his stick. I like that. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to like the more difficult parts, the other guy takes over. Yeah. <laughs> but what a fucking sad origin for the one episode where he shows up in. And in, in it's like they're really trying to like get some credit for like, look how look how much we're humanizing the Tuscans, you know, like. We're really like rehabilitating them as characters. And then like in the next episode, they're just all dead off screen. You're like, okay, I mean, <laughs> good job. But did, did you ever think that Boba Fett would get like a fucking like Luke Skywalker origin story there? I don't understand the point of this show to begin with. As you said, why is it called the book of Boba Fett? Like what? <laughs> I, I don't get it. Like when that, when that title was first announced, I thought well, maybe it's some sort of like, the show is Mandalorian, the, the Mandalorian, but this is the book of Boa Fett. This is like a side thing to the Mandalorian. You know, this is right. like an interlude or something, but it's not that at all. It's not the way they're framing it. So maybe they wasn't just the, didn't want to call it Boba Fett. Wasn't there something where in, back when Rangers of New Republic was supposedly a thing, which now we find out was just a title that they threw out. Mm-hmm. But like, wasn't there supposed to be a thing where they were going to have like a crossover between all three? I think that was the idea, though. That it was going to be like the Mandalorian rangers the new republic and ahsoka were like all kind of it was going to come together you know which i guess mm. would be something for these tv shows to, to aim towards but i mean mando season three had these are the threads that i noticed season two you mean sorry what was no season three where Man- the show goes mando is oh okay the, the upcoming season well, yeah you had boba fett mm-hmm. you had bo katan and the dark saber and like the the throne of mandalore right you're making a big jerk off motion. Mm-hmm. But if you're giving her a show, that's off the table. Baby Yoda, he's gone off of, with Luke. That's off the table. What is left? Cara Dune is off the table. What? What is... I mean, it's like they could do fucking anything with Mando. And maybe that's the point. But don't you, don't you kind of like a season finale that says, ooh, here's the thing we're setting up. We want you salivating over next season. I don't know what next season is. I mean, they didn't have anything, so they gave us Boba Fett, basically. They're like, hey, I mean, Bofet's going to be a crime lord. You want to see that, right? Like, but I mean, I feel I like so. John Favreau is just like, all right, so I'm going to do a fucking Bo-Katan heavy season. And then he goes and checks his email and they've announced the Bo-Katan show. And he's like, well, so much for that. Maybe I'll bring back Ahsoka. Oh, checks his email. Oh, Ahsoka's got her own show. Oh, enough of that. What I found so weird about the first two episodes of the show is that it ended in the flashback, which is yeah. I, it's just bizarre to me. Like in the first episode... It felt like half an episode. It was like, here's a little bit of Boba Fett in the present, and then there's a flashback, and then it just ends. And you're like, no, you're supposed to go back to the present. And like that flashback's supposed to like somehow like comment or inform what we're seeing in the present. They just don't. It's like the show just ends. It just well, feels so lazy. The flashback sequence they have running throughout the show just feels like like somebody was like, just give me a, a Netflix show. Just just plot it like a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to make sense. I just need I just need fucking articles like fans are shitting themselves over the mention of Tashi Station. Or well, whatever. no, after the first episode, it was all like, oh, my God, like, 
the Efont Mon, you know, like the blue elephant guy is in Boba Fett. Yay, he lived. He made it off of Jabba's ship. And it's like, yeah, that's that's why I watch TV shows is for stupid cameos. I just don't understand what's going. Also, I I can't I can't get over how much Tamir Morrison looks like Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. What I keep seeing is that when he's um when he's in the desert and he's got uh like he'll have like the black cloak on, uh-huh. kind of looks like Palpatine because he's just got mm. this wrinkly, craggly face, you know. And yeah. so like from far away, like he's kind of like he looks like kind of really like pasty, and he's just got a black cloak and his and like the way they're shooting it too, they they're like everything's cool like um like color wise like they're not shooting tattooing to look hot mm. you know like they're not really bumping the saturation and making it real like orangey red um i just don't think he's surviving like tied to the pole for a while it's tattooing yeah also those the prior to that when he's walking around the desert they do the big thing after he's made his fucking stick where they like lead him to the tent. And they're like, this is your big, you're going to get your armor. Like you've been, you've been baptized by the Tuscans. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's your fucking bathrobe, dude. No. You Correction. Win. Before someone tweets at me, it's Max Rebo, not Yifan Mon. That's a different guy. I think I just Good. think Yifan because he looks like an elephant. Yeah. Max Rebo. Oh my God. Max Rebo's back. Yay. I mean, would he be episode one? Is he a stranger in a strange land? Has he not lived there on and off for like five years? Yeah. And wouldn't he just be like, oh, fuck. You know, like, all right, I got out of the Starlight fit. Let me just get back to my ship and I'm out of here. Yeah. I'll go do some contracts for Crimson Dawn or Black Sun or the Pikes or anyone else. I mean, I don't love them, but I'm still like when they float away, I'm like, I'd honestly rather follow the twins. I mean, Boba Fett has a ship. They're creepy. He could just creepy, go get but on a ship and on. leave. Uh, that'd be great if, like, episode five, he's just like, Fennec Shand, the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. This, this place actually idea. sucks. Yeah. Uh, I, I really, like, Obi-Wan has got to get off Tatooine and his show, right? Because, like, like, enough. Enough with Tatooine already. It's not that interesting of a place. It's like, ooh, look, more drama. Well, no, here. see, here's the thing, though. I don't think he should. Yes, he, he shouldn't, has to. but he has to because it's going to be ha- too boring otherwise. Yeah, because we have too many fucking boring ass Tatooine shows. But no, he should not fucking leave. He shouldn't run into Vader again. No. I mean, I don't know, folks. Ask yourself. Are you really that hard up for seeing Hayden Christensen again that you're just like, fuck it. The the tenuous grasp of continuity that I had means nothing to me. Well, they never technically said they hadn't seen each other since the fight on uh. the volcano. So. Therefore, this is why I hate Dave Filoni. It's it's that he brings that attitude to all Star Wars creation. It's like, I'm not telling a new story. I'm just going back and doing a lot of, well, what if these two characters met up? Or what if this thing happened? All right, so anyways, the first episode of the show, I didn't hate. I was just like, man, this whole thing where like, there's no dialogue for like 20 minutes. That's usually centered around a, an actor of more gravitas and more presence. Uh, I mean, no offense to Tamara Morrison, but this is maybe not serving him. But halfway through episode two, I was like, wait, this show is fucking bad. For me, the first episode of the show, I was like, wow, that was awful. I thought the first one was really bad. The second one, like, kind of at least, like, 
like stalled criticism. You know, I was like, well, at least they had like an, a reasonable action sequence. And then the third one, I was like, wait, this show's awful. Actually, it's been three episodes now. All Boba Fett does in the present is in the present day is like take a walk into town get bounced around get jerked around by people you know like who is it the mayor is it somebody else who's the mayor working for nobody cares start Um, shooting these motherfuckers and then he just walks back like is mo is java's palace like a mile from mos espa or something is that just never revealed farther well they're walking there the whole time like yeah 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 no but i mean the mayor's mouthing off to you like he won't make an appointment with you. He's mouthing off to you. Shoot this guy and you turn to the other guy and you're like, you're the mayor now. Well, he shows up and he's like, hey, this this guy says he hired uh, him to kill me. And the mayor's like, no, he didn't. And he's yeah. like, okay, I believe you, sir. And he's like, oh, go talk to this other chick at this other bar uh, if you want to know what's going on. And he's like, yes, sir, I will. And he just marches out to the other bar. And the chick at the other bar, she's like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe you want to go check out what's going on outside right now. I mean, I feel like Jennifer Bills is like, can you believe what they're paying me for how little I'm doing and how unnecessary my character is? I mean, it, it feels like the script for a really bad uh, video game. It's a cartoon. That, like, it's it's not even a good then, cartoon. And like the video game doesn't actually star Boba Fett. But the last minute, they're like, what if it was a Boba Fett video game? In which, in which the main character does fuck all. He just walks from the palace into town, yeah. talks to a few people, gets insulted, doesn't retaliate at all, and like walks home again. Yeah. Oh, we get one it's moment. like he's closing his rings every episode. At the very end, where he, uh, he he's obviously used the jetpack, and he's like landing again. Mm-hmm. It's like, I would be using the jetpack a fuck a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe some goddamn action. Or just I get I a gave- speeder, you know? Like, get a, get a fucking land speeder. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a litter. The fucking litter with the twins, though, where it's like the the opulence of having these human slaves that carry them. I'm like, you've got hover technology. You got that Harkonnen hover technology. You don't need to do this. Yeah, like it's it's, it's too slow. You know, <laughs> like I don't know. It's like it's like they just thought it would look seriously. Cool, so they... <laughs> How long did that fucking take to get there? <laughs> Taking an hour to get from the spaceport. Yeah, it takes twice as long as it takes even fucking Boba Fett to walk in the town, and like. Uh, yeah, you know, so we so you know we talk about Boba Fett, the origin of his characters. He looks cool. He's a cipher, like Black Kirsten or whatever. Kirsten, like, yeah, looks cool. He's from the comics, I guess. Whatever. But what a waste of a character! The shot of him like running away after Boba Fett's like, "No, I won't kill you. You're free to go." <laughs> Why are you not killing him? He, I just he, think he's like jogging away. It's like the most hilarious shot ever. I don't think that was intended to be funny, but like it just looks. I don't know. It's like, well, Look, the volume is only this wide, so don't jog too fast. I don't like mafia media of any kind. I do occasionally like, and it's a nebulous line, but like crime stuff. Like I enjoyed payback. It was fine. It was fun. Mm-hmm. But like, it, it just could just be Boba Fett does payback. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's what it should be. It should be like, like Jabba owed me a hundred thousand credits. And as soon as I get it, I'm off this fucking shithole. But well, it's like, like these seven people, like this guy stole my ship. This guy stole my armor. You know, this guy stole. How blah, fucking blah, blah. hard is it to do that? Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, like, if I understand the piece of logic, and I've never seen the movie from the Untouchables, and it makes sense to me. They put one of ours in the hospital. We put one of theirs in the fucking morgue. Like, both. It's like they put one of ours in the hospital. We get him one, flowers. 
Yeah. <laughs> Put one of ours in the fucking back of tank. Mm-hmm. We say run off comically, sir. We invite them over to this huge dinner spread that somebody's making. I don't know who's making all that food. And we just talk it out like adults. Would it, would the violence show be, isn't the answer. Would the show be better if he had some kind of, like he had planted like a bomb in Fennec Shan's neck and he's like, you're going to work with me or I'll blow you up. And the whole time she's like secretly plotting against him because he's bad at this. I mean, that's, it's a different show. You know? But I mean, it's like, it's not like. Like Fennec Shan's role and everything is just like, you sure you want to let him go? And he's just like, I'm ruling with respect, not fear. And she's like, what the fuck does that mean? And also, you've got a great comedic actor in Matt Barry who's utterly wasted as this fucking droid. But like, uh, you know what? You know what I'm sick of hearing about is fucking Matt Barry. You know what? Let him do something funny. Then I'll care that he's Matt Barry. He, Matt Barry's doing plenty of funny things. Don't don't blame this. On I'm, not, I, I'm just saying, like, Matt congratulations. Great. You hired another fucking comic to be in your show. But but you're uh, to steal from podcasters expression. You're not letting him cook. Mm-hmm. You're not letting him near the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I'm so upset. I don't even know what my train of thought was. This the show is bad. It's, it's bad. Re- it's just a bad show. Like if it wasn't Star Wars, nobody would like it. Nobody would give two shits about it. Like it would get canceled immediately. I only watch. It, it looks like crap. Like me. <laughs> like it. I've seen all these people online be like the future of Star Wars is actually TV because it's episodic and this is really what George Lucas intended and blah blah it's like can we have a movie can we have a movie where like they'll spend 300 million dollars they'll fly a giant like uh, the Talus Siren puppet all the way to like the coast of Ireland just to film a shot and get a shot because you want you know you want the highest production quality possible instead of like we just filmed all this shit on the volume and it looks kind of bad, but we're just we're just churning out content. We don't care. I love that people, some some distant sands of the internet are treating George Lucas like he came down with some fucking tablets from the mountain and then disappeared. And we have yeah. to interpret his his wishes. I feel like if you put a microphone in his his white sneaker tab drinking face right now, he's like, "Book about that, huh? Good luck with that. I'm not watching it." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. I, it's a real stretch. I mean, I guess they couldn't have him do, be a bounty hunter because Mando is already a bounty hunter, and it's just like the same show. Yeah, I, you didn't need a, but you didn't need Boba Fett in season two of Mando. That's the first thing. Well, they made the Mandalorian the Mandalorian instead of Boba Fett because they're like, we want to be able to do whatever we want with this character. We don't want the baggage yeah. of him literally being Boba Fett. He'll just be like essentially Boba Fett, but yeah. like you know, we we had that out. But we can fill in the helmet. We can fill in the cypher. We can do whatever we want. It's not technically Boba Fett, so we don't have to deal with the Sarlacc pit and all that other shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Instead, it's like, here's your actual Boba Fett show where the Boba Fett that we're giving you just sucks and is an idiot. It is not savvy. It's not, like, badass. Like, he's just a complete zero. And, like, for some reason, they're trying to make him, like, not just an anti-hero, but fully heroic, even though he wants to be a crime boss. Yeah. And it's like, what is the point of this? Who is this for? Like, it's not for the fanboys. So, like, what what are you even bothering? Well, what are what are children getting out of this? Like, oh, oh, he's the good noble he's, crime lord? He's the good crime lord, yeah. He's only gonna squeeze these people for water for half price. It reminds me of even though it's it's I mean it's not a one to one comparison, but like the first season of Star Trek Discovery, which was not a good season, 
ends with the Starship, Starship Enterprise showing up to help them at the very end. And it's like, well, that shows no faith whatsoever in your new property. You're not, you're not stretching. You're not growing. And so like having, having Boba Fett show up in the Mando was... You could have done... Uh, the whole second season done. of Mando is just like a bunch of backdoor pilots and shit. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean... You could have done everything you did in Mando season two, which is way better than season one for sure. Like without Boba Fett, like that could have been. Do you think Mando season else. two was better than Mando season one? I sure do. I think I disagree. Well, I would say I would say the episode seven of season two was better than anything in Mando season one, but otherwise, I I think I which one's episode seven? It's the one with Bill Burr where they go like, you know, like the whole like wages of fear thing. The one where he's in the cave with the fish mama. That one is good too. Yeah. I will yeah, I'll take those mama. two episodes from season yeah. two. I, I don't know that I totally cared for the, the Oliphant episode. Yeah, I could take it or leave it. I don't give but, a shit about Cobb Vanth. But yeah, those two or three episodes I would say are better than all of season one. Hmm. The Ahsoka thing is just too fucking heavy handed. I just, fucking, I'm not a fan of what Dave Filoni is cooking. I do, I do well, not I mean, want to smell it. He's not even being cute about stealing from his like samurai. It's like interest at the end of that. It's like they. It's like well, Star Wars is like influenced by westerns and samurai films, and so they're just like we're gonna beat you over the head with that. Like it's not gonna the, be influenced anymore. It's just pure pastiche. I'm sorry. So the remaining things for Mando season three, I don't know that they could go to him. Thrawn. I feel like Thrawn would be fought over by either the Ahsoka show or the Bo-Katan show. Probably the Ahsoka show, I guess, because then we got to get fucking Ezra in there, the lamest character in Star Wars ever. Just like a literal copy of Luke Skywalker that they could do what they want with. You can't... Ezra Bridger, so fucking stupid. You can't do a live-action sequel to an animated thing. I don't like it. It's against the law. Mm. I'm I'm putting forth this legislation and I'm retroactively making it law. Yeah, I don't know. Star Wars, the future of Star Wars could be TV. It's not at the moment. It's bad. I mean, I, the Marvel shows have been fine. I don't know that they've been great. Some of the stuff they did on WandaVision, I was intrigued by. Some of the stuff they did on uh, Loki, I was intrigued by. Um, Hawkeye was, it was fun. Like, there were definitely good moments, but like, it just really, it, it all just kind of seems like a bunch of, uh, kind of like reveals that they're churning out for the content farm rather than like good stories they wanted to tell. I think Marvel's clearly way too high in their own supply at the moment. Yeah. It's getting a little unwieldy, all the no, stuff no. they're doing. I mean maybe maybe the multiverse. But but even then even then the uh the Marvel shows just like like they look like succession or I haven't seen succession. So whatever, you know, apparently that's a good. Show. They look like the wire compared to what star Wars is doing. Uh, sure. Cause sure. like star Wars just looks like just buffoonery, just like pure clownery. Like this is the best you come up with for Boba Fett. Well, and the sad thing is you take the Falcon and their soldier, which was a show that we were all rooting for. And that's a fucking cautionary tale. And, Not and a very a good mess, show. A million a times a, better than the book. And of a Boba mess Fett. of a production though. Yeah. It's still yeah. way. I'd still way rather watch that than like rewatch those episodes of Book of Boba Fett. That's for sure. Well, you know what else that show has besides even when even the writing falls um, apart as it does. Stars. I would say chemistry. It, chemistry. Yeah, it it has Anthony Mackie and Sebastian yeah. Stan. Yeah, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also you got Wyatt Russell being and Wyatt, Wyatt Russell. Russell. Yeah, 
and Sharon Carter. Yeah, see, that was when it really, well, that wasn't when it began. You know, there's all the Mephisto, Agatha stuff and WandaVision, but it's like, there's this pattern now where it's like, who's the big boss in every single fucking yeah, You know what? Show. You know what high they're chasing is when fucking Evan Peters shows up at the end of that one episode. Mm-hmm. That's the high they've been chasing. That is like the microcosm of like their entire marketing plan leading up to No Way Home. And that's what Doctor Strange 2 is going to be. It's just like endless cameo mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. That, that, to me, that's that's. Is, would you say it's a lock that Hugh Jackman's going to be in that? No, it's a lock that McAvoy will be in it. That does not I, that does not get my PP hard. I'm just gonna say that. Like, oh, oh you, you got McAvoy. Wow. Are you gonna get Famke or are you gonna get uh uh what's her name from Game of Thrones? Sophie Turner. To me, if you're even going to bother with like the X-Men crossover, it's Wolverine or go home. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, that's just like that's how it is. Yeah, well. You probably get uh what's what's his name from those Fantastic Four movies, and then maybe whoever they've cast as the new Reed Richards. I mean you can get like Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, fucking get into like the shittiness of Marvel. Get uh fucking uh Dolph Lundgren back as Punisher. Or maybe Tom Jane. Tom Jane. Uh uh Hasselhoff as uh Nick Fury. Um whoever get, fucking played the Emma Captain Frost America. In the Generation X TV movie. Oh yeah, you get Matt Frewer from the Gen X TV movie. Yeah. God, I was I had such high hopes for that, and it was so. Was bad. there a Was there a Banshee in that? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <sighs> I was into. I like. I had Generation X, the comic from like issue one. I was like, this is gonna be my thing. It wasn't very good. That was the one that came out of Phalanx Covenant, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, the problem is that in the Phalanx Covenant, they killed off the coolest of the new characters. Blink. They had to like, like figure out a way to get her back, like through like, um, like Age of Apocalypse shit, just because Blink was so cool, and they killed her off. Yeah. Well, that and uh, the other character who's had the most cachet after the smallest screen appearance is Morph. Morph. Um, there's a whole. Here's a real sausage being made. There's a whole after show that only you and I ever saw to any of our podcasting ventures where we would record episodes and then spend three hours looking up X Men characters on mm-hmm. Wikipedia and see what happened to them. It's like any good podcast, you know. <laughs> I mean, what what can happen on the Book of Bofet to like make it good? Like, I've seen a lot of tattooing. I've seen a lot of theories, like, because they, they've mentioned like multiple times now that like tattooing used to be covered in water. And so it's like, is it going to be like some total recall shit where they like they discover something that's going to bring the water back or, or like I've seen people say like, well, maybe the pikes, they look like fish people. Maybe they were from tattooing and it's like, okay, I guess like, I don't really care, but yeah. Cause otherwise it implies like, what is, that what is Boba Fett's goal other than being a crime Lord for reasons that we don't is know. It, is it implied that the Tuscan Raiders are the indigenous people of Tatooine? It seems like they've been there a while. It doesn't okay. seem like the the ocean thing was like a recent change, right? Like that's not the feeling I get. It seems like thousands of years ago, Tatooine right, right. was an ocean planet. You know, it doesn't seem like fifty years ago. Will uh, Boba Fett start having visions of Zendaya? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I I can, for a while I was like, oh, is he gonna go do something on 
Geonosis or like the history of Django Fett or? Well, what's really bizarre is that they kind of did a complete reset in episode three where like, it's like, okay, well, you're building up this whole thing with the Tuscans and like, he's, you know, got this, he's like part of the tribe now and like, wonder how we'll build on that. And then it's like, no, they're just all dead in the next episode. We're back to square one again. Yeah. You know, and like, and it's, we still, you know, the mayor left planet seemingly the pike showed up like it doesn't really feel like we we just gone in circles for three episodes as far as like the present day stuff well my like question you, all is, the present day stuff you could have gotten into a single episode oh for sure my question is are they going to do a thing where they tie in that the murder of the tuscan tribe or village is like why he's becoming the crime lord because that doesn't interest me at all well it's like so if you knew that the Pikes did it, like why not instead of deciding to be a crime lord, you just like decide to go after the Pikes? Wait, no, I'm confused. Wait, so the Pikes are the ones who were running the train, right? Yeah. Who's the other gang that does like the spray painting? That's I think like the Nictos. Maybe they haven't really gone into a ton of detail. Maybe okay. they work for the Pikes. But seemingly that's who he's really after, right? One would think. I mean, the logical way to do it would be like he goes after them and he finds out that they've been working for the Pikes. He murders all of them and then he's like, next on my target list is the Pikes, you know? Yeah. Oh, can we talk about the uh, the Cammy and Fixer scene? Which one is that? When they go to maybe, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the discourse, but like in the second episode, the bar they go to, that's not just any bar, sir. That is Tashi Station. Right, right, I mentioned Tashi Station earlier. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, the big star the man and the woman there. Yeah. That is Cammy and Fixer, who are in deleted scenes from A New Hope. Different actors, oh. obviously, but it's like it's those characters. Okay, but friends of Biggs, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I've always been curious about New Hope. Is that a Rebel Academy that they can go off to, or is that the Empire Academy? I think it's like it, the Academy. Clearly, is like feeding into the imperial army but they never okay. really like specify that but yeah i believe like, the, the academy is like the imperial academy but isn't it implied that like it's also a feeding tube into the rebellion it seems to be yeah you know for all the, <laughs> I've, like, I've the been, idealists in the academy i have been fucking confused about that since the goddamn novelization with big stark later i mean perhaps it's like it's always been the academy but like the emperor the empire took over and so it's still the Academy, but like, you know, it's obviously feeding into the Empire or something. Right, right, right. Well, because then it got, it got further confused with me with Solo, where he mm-hmm. goes and, and enlists. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Who are your people? You got no one? Han Solo. That's, I'm sorry, maybe that was the worst scene in all Star Wars. Also, what is this again? It's only five years after? In like the present day timeline, yeah. It should be about five, we- five to six years, yeah. Uh, okay i the problem with the sarlacc pit stuff was it wasn't interesting visually or otherwise but like it's like so he got out okay but it's like okay so the goop never touched his skin but he but before he spends all that time looking like a scrote under the sun of the tuscans it's like clearly this character has aged a bajillion years he should be like 35 i think in those scenes but yeah yeah also, yeah. I mean, I'll say this, though. Here's my number one concern when they announce this show after watching Mando season two. For as much as he can, for a man of his age, God bless you, Tim Morrison, for, for going to the gym and being like, I need to be presentable on screen. They're going to do some shirtless scenes. 
Because, like, you know, the black robes in Mando season two were for a reason. Our, our favorite bounty hunter had a little bit of a gut. Which he's, is fine because he's like 60. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's 60. But I mean, at the same time, that's the problem if you're having a, like a Billy D show. <laughs> Billy D's hips don't work or whatever. Exactly. You know? uh, so, okay. So, Cammy and Fixer, like, when he's meeting them, this is like in the flashback. So, it should be days, maybe like a week or two after the Empire fell. Right. And it's like, these guys personally knew Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Nothing. No. Like no. It's, it's just a weird Easter egg. Like I, they're, they're always so horny to like, you know, like make those connections, but they're like, no, we're actually not going to mention Luke at all in this scene. No, like no, no like it's, it's just for the fans. No. Hey, I used to know that guy. Bullshit. You did. No, seriously. You know, he had a thing for me. Wouldn't that be too much though? If they did that, wouldn't you hate it? I would like it if if it was more about them as characters and they're just it, like just like bar conversation, you know, like Luke Skywalker doesn't exist. The, you know, the rebels made him up or something like that. See, I would have made that much more vague. I would have never mm-hmm. mentioned him by name, but like you would know what you're talking about. But I mean, even if like CGI Luke Skywalker showed up in that scene, he would have been like, oh, these two assholes from my high school. I don't want I don't want to talk to them. I just want I just want like her to be like, oh, yeah, that I knew Luke like he had a crush on me. And the other guy's just like, oh, I'm sure he's uh, still pining away for you. And she's like, probably is. I don't know. I don't remember half the podcast we've done at this point. Um, Like, did you know we did screen podcasts? Oh, yeah. Those totally, were early, early headcanon. Yeah, I totally forgot. I feel like we could redo this and it'd be I don't know. Either the same. Did you see screen five? I have not yet. There's a pandemic. Yeah. Is it theater only? I thought it was like it's theater only. Hmm. What is that garbage? I, it's a I, fucking pandemic. I'm sensing and I'm disappointed. It doesn't seem like there's time travel in it. Yeah. So. Well, no, I want to say the one thing I know from the movie and I've been blissfully spoiler free is that the stab that's referenced is stab eight by Ryan Johnson, eight. I think. Right. Oh, is it? Nice. Yeah. Nice. There's apparently a joke that Ryan Johnson directed a stab movie and that like the fanboys got butthurt about it. I would love a Ryan Johnson stab eight. That'd be mm-hmm. great. Would Benoit Blank show up in it? Would he have a different accent? Yeah. <laughs> would he be like all like Rastafari Benoit Blank? <laughs> this is the killer mon. Um, God, what's my fucking point now? I don't know. I've been drinking and I've been raging about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I want to say when we did Solo, because I think we did Solo, I don't remember. I could redo that movie too because um, I feel like my opinions have changed. But like I think we talked about then, I hope we talked about then, the villain at the end of that movie should have been Boba Fett, right? Yes, I, we we definitely talked about that on the podcast. Like, okay, why wasn't it Boba Fett? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the answer to what's wrong with the mm-hmm. show. I mean, if you're going to have him, and be then a you have boss, Solo too, where like Boba Fett's chasing Han, and isn't that kind of what everyone wanted? I, I mean, I get, I get the if you could get Harrison Ford, which my God, what did that cost to do a cameo in this show, like de-aged? I think that breaks down if you bring in Kira, but like, wouldn't also CGI Luke Skywalker be a big moment between him and Boba Fett? Which is why I think we talked about you had to get Boba Fett the fuck off that ship in the Mando season finale because he can't run yeah. into Luke Skywalker. On I don't know. Boba Fett seems to have uh, I don't know had some some epiphanies about uh, you know how he treats other people since uh he went in the sarlacc pit because he's no longer has like the wookie pelts 
Imagine if we saw that. Imagine if we fucking saw that. No, he's like saying to the guy, you can comically run off (laughs) into the desert rather than me like collecting new pelts. Bitch. (sighs) I hope I I hope they fire half the cast and it's just him and Danny Trejo trading like war stories like me. No, when just like grimacing. Well, so I the, feel like the, have you, have my, you heard my, the rumors about the Han Solo cameo and it's it would be a thing where like oh look it's Han and like both it's like I'm gonna kill this guy and I'm like lining up the shot or whatever but then like oh what's that his kids with him it's young Ben Solo I can't kill Han now because my father was killed in front of me and therefore like I have to pay it forward and like you know end the cycle of violence and it's, it's like that's fucking, how we can get Han and Ben Solo in there it's the fucking like Camino. Flashback. Why did they keep flashing earlier. back to Camino? I said Geonosis earlier. I meant Camino, yeah. but they do see we do have a Geonosis flashback. Yeah, we have that too. But it's it's again it's lacking because as we all know in the true canon, when he lifts up that helmet, the head pops right out. Technically, if you freeze frame it, when his head gets cut off, the helmet goes one way. You can just see like a dark blur come out of the helmet and go another way. Oh, beautiful! beautiful. So really, Boba should have go been going to. Django's head and like holding it up by the ears, you know. <laughs> um, I but that what you just described that little bit of fan fiction mm-hmm. is such a triggering wound to episode nine. Well, it's just one where like fuck you. Oh, you want us to feel bad about Ben Solo now? Eat shit. Yeah, uh, Lucasfilm. If I were you, I would sit the fuck away from mm-hmm. referencing Ben Solo. You were not on good ground there. God. Episode nine is real. I just, it, it, I just it want a story that moves forward instead of just endlessly crawling up its own ass. This is exactly like, I feel like we've been talking about this for eight years now. This is exactly what I didn't want to happen with the new star Wars stuff after the Disney sale it was for them to just be like, let's just do more fan service. Let's not advance any new stories. Let's just fill in gaps and kind of endless cameos. And mm. if Ben Solo had lived, he comes back to the rebel planet, the resistance planet with Ray. The callback of you have a moment where he faces off of Poe Dameron. And it's real tense because he's obviously been Supreme Leader Snoke. And then it's cut by Poe Dameron after like 30 seconds of silence says, who talks first? No, no, no. You have you, you talk have, first. You have Ben Solo say that. Oh, you have Ben Solo say who talks first? Who talks first? You talk first. Uh, it's like you. we would be throwing a fucking yeah, come on parade. jj you love to reference yourself yeah. yeah we would be throwing a fucking it would be like jj abrams day they could do year. like the bro hug where it's like one arm and you slap back you know yeah well it's like he doesn't have to like him but like he mm-hmm. has to acknowledge him maybe they touch dicks for a moment yeah god that movie caused the pandemic didn't it can you yeah it really did that was the, the last good thing to happen in the world was nice out and then it's been all shit from then it's like somebody was in the theater opening night for for rise of skywalker and they started to get a cough that felt a little weird mm-hmm. it was like yeah. it was like the mr sinister scene in the executioner song x-men run or it's like do yeah. look after that cough yeah yeah <laughs> sinister knows your future Mm. Is can they make episode ten? And like, is there a way you can retcon episode nine without it being too obvious? You know, I don't know, man. I I, I think I said this on our Ed Cannon about it. The problem was this was in theaters. Mm-hmm. 
If this would have been a TV show or something, it'd be one thing. You're a Palpatine. I'm in my closet right now recording this dialogue. <laughs> it's November. The movie comes out in a month. Okay, so so here's a here's a Star Wars thing that came out last year. I'm sure it's it's minor, but Matt Smith says he never actually filmed his scenes. Sure, but, yeah. But he's but he says that like the role they would have had in him was huge. Mm-hmm. Young Palpatine. What, what do we think it was? I mean, the original rumor is that he was like a, a Sith acolyte who was going to like bring Palpatine back. So maybe Young I, Palpatine, or maybe he ju- he's just like a stand-in for the Sith acolyte type thing. J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams and. Chris Terrier are like, well, we've got Adam Driver as Kylo Ren, and he's leading the Supreme, you know, the the First Order, and then we've got General Hux, who's clearly going to betray Kylo Ren. What do we do for our villains? I don't know. Let's just bring in a different character. Let's bring in not only a, the Empire, the Emperor back, but let's bring in like another General Hux because we need more than one now. I just want. Is it weird that in a, in, a, in a strange way I blame Chris Terrio even more? I I despise that guy. That should have been such a red flag. It's like the the fucking idiot from Batman v Superman who gave us Martha. Why did you say that name? That guy is going to write a Star Wars. Fuck. Here's off. here's what I wish upon Chris Terrio. Mm-hmm. Herpes. Oh, I I wish I was as good as person as you are. Mm-hmm. I want what Wesley gives to Chris Sarandon at the end of, of uh, Princess Bride. Like, I'm going to cut off like one of your, <laughs> like, I want people to say, dear to God, pain. what is that yeah. thing? Yeah. <laughs> there goes the man who wrote The Rise of Skywalker. I mean, Batman versus Superman is like fucking hand job in a walk in a park compared to how bad Rise of Skywalker was. Oh, geez. That was a real movie. It's so depressing. All right. Well, we may or may not check in when the book of Boba Fett finishes. Is maybe, that how you know? Maybe it's suddenly going to get awesome, guys. I don't think it is. Is this how we know that an episode of Greeter Shot First is uh, over? Is when I start getting emotional about Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. again. <laughs> it's the wound that won't heal. Yeah, that's that's the state of Star Wars fandom to me personally. It's It's such a bummer because it's like, what are we looking forward to? It's like, well, theoretically, eventually they'll make the Acolyte. It'll come out in like, you know, holidays 2024. Well, it's like, what do I know about this show? Leslie Headland in like some simple one sentence log line. And I'm like, that sounds better than everything you've given me actual footage of. Mm-hmm. And that like, it takes place in the past, but it's like, it's so distant of a past that it can be its own story. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I have, I have hope that I think she fucking gets it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> May the force be with you. Always.